What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a show on the Cheap Seats Network where we chat about wellness, lifestyle, navigating this crazy world, and just doing our best to be a good human. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I'm feeling a little bit nervous for today's episode, a little bit apprehensive, a little bit worried that I'm going to be oversharing on the internet. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I said that this episode was going to be about mental health, um, but more so like mm, the nitty gritty of it. We're getting a little bit vulnerable, a little bit uncomfy up in here because I'm all for anything that makes people feel better, but sometimes the really surface level cliche advice when people are struggling mentally to like get outside and get some sunshine and drink some water is just not enough and it's not helpful and sometimes it can be really frustrating when you are struggling with like a legitimate mental illness. Drinking water and getting sunshine is not just going to fix that. I definitely do advocate for doing those things, eating a vegetable, eating a fruit, getting some sunlight and water. Um, We're not going to be talking about that today. We're going to dive into some more serious stuff, and funnily enough, Whitney Simmons was on a podcast that I've never listened to before. It's called The Flourish Podcast. Um, I think it's one of her best friends, and I listened to her episode today, and it was just wild. Like, some of the stuff she's saying was taking the words right out of my mouth, and I asked you guys, too, on Instagram, like, what's kind of been on your minds lately, and I feel like a lot of us are feeling the same way, feeling very similarly about things. So I think this is good timing for this episode. I feel like it's probably going to be pretty relevant. I just feel like things are so heavy lately. Obviously, we're still in the midst of a pandemic that has been going on for forever now, and that has been weighing very heavily and impacting our lives in a lot of different ways. I was actually talking to Matt recently. I was like, wondering if the world has always been this crazy and heavy Or are we just feeling it so badly right now because it's the first time we're sort of experiencing the world as adults? Like, I genuinely, I don't know if things are unprecedentedly heavy and insane right now, or is the world always this messed up and we just, like, never really noticed because we were kids? I don't know. The last few months, I just feel like I cannot catch a break, and I hate to be a negative Nelly, but, like, sometimes you're just going through it, like... Both of my childhood dogs died in one month. Matt got surgery and I had to take care of him for a while. I got a concussion. It's like the second time I've hit my head. Um, There's been stuff going on with our house, like our basement flooded. There's been unexpected financial stuff on top of the anxiety disorder that I have, among other things that are undiagnosed. Like, it just gets to be a lot. You can only take so much. And I feel like there's still so much stigma surrounding mental health. Like, I know we all talk about it more lately, but we don't really talk about, like, when we're in the trenches of it. We're advocating for mental health discussions without, like, getting into those uncomfortable conversations of what that actually looks like, and especially when the things that you're struggling with are maybe not so common. I feel like a lot of people talk about anxiety and depression and Those things definitely need to be talked about, but, like, there's a whole other list of things that people deal with, a whole other list of, like, mental illness that I feel like people don't talk about, and that's the kind of stuff that's uncomfy. Like, I think a lot of people can relate 
to experiencing anxiety in some way, whether you have an actual like anxiety disorder, if you've just gone through periods in your life where you're feeling extremely anxious about something, but there's like bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder and all of these things that people go through and have to deal with every day and feel like they can't talk about because those are like the, oh, oh, don't talk about that. Those are the things we need to open up the conversations about and get comfortable talking about because there's still so much stigma surrounding it. People feel so alone because we don't talk about these things and then people like don't know how to react. It seems stupid sometimes when you try to explain what you're feeling to someone else that has like no idea what it's like and then sometimes you don't get the reaction that you needed and it's just easier not to talk about sometimes and that's when people feel super alone and super isolated in what they're going through. From both sides of it, like it's not easy to give helpful comments sometimes when you don't understand what someone else is going through and you don't get very helpful comments sometimes when other people don't understand what you're going through. So if we all just talked about it more and we're willing to hear people out and learn about these things that make us so uncomfortable and are so taboo for the longest time, I feel like we'd be headed in a much better direction. Oh boy, so personally, like I mentioned, I have a fun little anxiety disorder. Um, among other things that I struggle with that are not diagnosed, so I don't feel comfortable straight up saying that I have this or have that because I think that really takes away from people that genuinely do have these diagnoses. Diagnoses? Diagnoses? Diagnoses is probably correct. But some of the things that I struggle with, like I mentioned, are not as common and I feel like no one understands and so I feel really crazy sometimes and I have a hard time explaining what I'm thinking or feeling and it ends up making you feel really alone. It's very hard to explain something to someone who hasn't experienced those things like I mentioned. Dude, this microphone is crackling again. I did listen back last episode and I noticed that that happened. I'm going to do my best to try to cut those little crackly bits out because I know it's super annoying. Um, and I will, I, will, I will try to address the issue. I'm not good with technology or troubleshooting. So I'll hit up my good friend, Mr. Chase Brown, um, to try to help me. But back to <laughs> the mental health convos doing some reflecting recently I was actually talking with a friend who was explaining how they were like a very anxious child and being that we both struggle with anxiety now as adults I was thinking back to my childhood that like I don't ever really remember being an anxious kid and I feel sometimes like the anxiety that I experience is very different from the anxiety that other people experience but the kind of anxieties and worry that I have like I mentioned is very like obsessive and so I was thinking back on my childhood like hmm was I an anxious kid and I quickly remembered something that I had buried like deep into the flaps of my brain because that's also a fun thing that my brain does I like don't really remember much from anything longer than like two years ago so this took a little digging but when I was I don't remember how old I was maybe like fifth sixth or seventh grade I started to develop this like really intense need to make things even and it all was to do with like my senses it was a sensory thing specifically touching so if I dropped my pencil in class I would have to pick it up and then like put it into my opposite hand drop it onto the floor and then pick it back up in order for me to like be able to move on with my life I, I had to do that 
and it developed into needing to make everything feel even all the time to the point where I was starting to hurt myself. I would accidentally hit my right arm on a chair as I'm like making my way through the kitchen to go upstairs and I would try, I would try so hard to ignore that urge to have to do it on the opposite arm and I would get the whole way up to my room and I would just be so insanely bothered like crawling in my own skin. I would have to go back downstairs and hit my other arm off of the chair. And like I said, I was hurting myself. Like I remember the one day I fell off of something and I hurt my one side of my body and I quite literally was like, I have to, like I have to get up and I have to do this on the other side of me or else I'm not going to be able to move on with my day. And I completely forgot that I did that for a long time. (laughs) I've noticed a little bit lately that I still kind of have that urge. Matt pointed it out the other day. He like cracked one of my toes and I was like, oh, you're going to have to do the other toes. He was like, no, like, I'm not going to, like, we're not, you're not doing this. (laughs) So anyways, as I'm just completely oversharing, I brought that up to my therapist and I was like, "Mm, this feels like something that most people don't do. (laughs) So that's kind of currently something I'm figuring out, working through. She had me make a list of like all of the obsessive compulsive disorder tendencies that I have and we're gonna explore those deeper, so... Stay tuned, diagnosis reveal coming soon. Without getting like too much into it, a lot of the other things that I have anxiety surrounding are around like contamination for one, which is weird because it's not a thing where I'm afraid of getting sick. This is one of those things where it makes no sense and it's very hard to explain. So I just like don't try to explain it to people. Like I don't like the thought of things being contaminated, whatever that means, something being dirty, bacteria being spread, like I simply cannot have that happen to the point where I'm so particular about things. Oh man, do I share this? I, (laughs) Matt and I, on the pillowcases on our bed. Nope, I'm not sharing this. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's annoying, but it's just that it doesn't need to be shared, all right? (laughs) I struggle with a lot of things that revolve like things being clean and sanitized and like the way my brain needs them to be and I can't explain what that is sometimes. Um, The other thing that I really struggle with, the thing that probably impacts my life the most is anxiety surrounding safety um, of myself and of the people that I love and care about. I am so afraid of something bad happening to someone that I love And I am so afraid of, like, something happening to me that it makes me not want to leave the house and not want to be alone. Um, And that's hard for me because I really love being alone. I'm a very independent, like, introverted person. And I love Matt to death and I would spend all my time with him. But I do really enjoy being alone sometimes. Um, But it's gotten to the point lately where I genuinely can't. Like, I will freak out if I am home alone. I'm convinced someone is going to break in. I'm convinced that a fire is going to start. Like, it's all of those sort of obsessive thoughts that I just cannot get out of my head to the point where it is impacting my day-to-day life. And it's really, really not fun. And it makes me not want to go do the things that I want to do. And it even makes me want to hold Matt back from doing the things he wants to do. And, like, that's not fair. Like, I can't let the things going on in my mind and in my brain, impact other people. And I don't want to let them impact my own life as well. So on top of all of those things that I've known about and struggled with and been trying to work through for a very long time, I just recently have been in a very weird headspace. And I mentioned that I actually hit my head 
recently. I got a concussion last Monday. I hit my head on this like archway that goes up over our staircase and it's the second time that I did it. And the first time I didn't really think much of it and I didn't do anything about it. And after going to the doctor this time and being told that I have a concussion, I'm starting to wonder if some of the things I'm experiencing lately are because I hit my head that first time and I didn't let it heal. So let me dive a little bit into that. Maybe it is just still mental illness vibes or maybe it's because I hit my head like I genuinely don't know. The biggest thing that's changed for me over the month of August is that I cannot sleep properly. And I'm usually like a pretty decent sleeper in the sense that I can stay asleep. It'll take me a little while to fall asleep, but I'm good after that. And as of lately, not only can I not fall asleep, I can't stay asleep. It's so uncomfortable. My bed just feels uncomfortable. And then I get angry and I get frustrated. And I'm feeling like I am frustrated in the places that I'm supposed to be most relaxed. Like I'm just tense all the time and my neck hurts and the sleeping thing impacts every other area of my life. I've always been that way ever since I was a kid. If I would go to a sleepover or something and stay up too late, I would not be myself. Like I need my sleep to function. And when I'm not sleeping through the night, like I can't wake up early and then I can't do those things that I want to do in my morning routine. My morning routine really sets the tone of my day. So the whole tone of my day is thrown off. Like the sleeping thing is really impacting a lot of other areas of my life. And I haven't experienced this long of a period where my sleep is messed up. And like I said, I've had anxiety for a while now. So that's nothing new. It just seems to be more intense lately. Like I've been crying so much lately and again, I don't know if it's because of like the head injury situation or what, but my mood has just not been good lately. I'm actually feeling a lot better in the past few days um, compared to how I've been for the last like month and a half. So that's good. But the other weird thing that then happens is my mood will change so quickly sometimes that I genuinely feel like a different person. I can feel it happening right now and it is the weirdest thing and I don't know what this is about. After being in such a low state or if I go through something that is really hard or really emotional, once I'm okay again and once I'm feeling better, it's like it didn't even happen. Like it's it's so hard for me to recall how I felt in that moment. When you're in it, it is so heavy and so real and so hard and then somehow a month later, I can't even remember what that felt like. This is probably something that I should bring up to my therapist, but that is part of the reason why I sometimes feel like I don't make progress in my sessions because unless I am currently in that low state, it is incredibly hard for me to recall how I felt in that moment and explain it and then work through it. So I just don't. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling good. Life is fine. And then next thing you know, it's all coming crashing down again and I'm going to go through that low period, and then I'm going to get better, and then I'm not going to remember how it felt. And so it makes it very hard to recall things and problem solve and like think rationally through things when I can't even remember them. Something that I've been doing that I don't want to do in the moment, but it really helps me at the times where I can't remember what I was feeling, is I write it all down. Like anytime I'm feeling some type of way, I go into my notes. I have so many notes with like the most depressing stuff in it because if I don't write it down, like I won't remember what it felt like. Anything negative, my brain literally just like shoots it out the other ear once once I'm done with it. It doesn't want to remember it, doesn't want to remember how it felt. 
So I have to go in my notes and write down how I'm feeling in the moment so that I can go back and read it and at least be able to verbalize how I was feeling, even if I can't feel those emotions again and recall what it was like in that period, I at least have the words to describe it. And when I'm in those spots or even like the day-to-day stuff that I struggle with, it's so hard to explain to other people because it's not logical sometimes, like especially with the way my mind works and the way I'm particular about things. I just need them to be a certain way and when things don't logically make sense, it's very hard to explain that to someone else. And then there's like a lot of shame and guilt and isolation when people don't understand you. Like you can have the best support system in the world, but the isolation feeling like no one truly understands is still hard sometimes. And when your thoughts and your worries aren't logical, it's extremely hard to problem solve or think rationally. Like Matt is the most amazing, most understanding patient person with me, but he's extremely rational and he's a problem solver. And when your brain works differently, it's not always rational and things are not easily explained or easily fixed. And I feel like the issues that I have cause my emotions to be really big, especially lately. I, again, don't know if it's because I hit my head or what, but my therapist was actually explaining to me how your brain legitimately cannot think rationally when you are overly emotional. Like, there just isn't a capacity in your brain for logical thinking. So a lot of the time, when I am in this heightened emotional state, I lose that ability to think clearly. So that's kind of just a little bit about me. Again, I'm still like so on edge right now and like kind of on the verge of crying a little bit because I don't want to awkwardly overshare on the internet. But at the same time, like I said at the beginning, there is still so much stigma around this stuff and I want to be a part of eliminating that. And in order to eliminate that stigma, like we have to talk about it. We need to talk about the uncomfy stuff, the stuff that is not so cute, the stuff that makes us feel alone, the stuff that makes us feel crazy, the stuff that makes us feel like something is wrong with us because problems won't go away if you just continue to sweep them under the rug and not talk about them. Like I mentioned, I write a lot of things down in my notes when I'm feeling it so that I can kind of remember it. Um, And this is something that I'm actually just going to read word for word because even just from talking to my friends, I, I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. So I said, it's hard when the majority of your days are bad and you're waiting and waiting for things to be good again, like permanently good, finally normal, but it never happens. And you wonder if you'll ever feel that way again, or if this is just your new normal. That makes me want to cry a little bit as if I wasn't already like on the verge of tears this entire time. Because that just hits, like, I have felt like I've been on and off the struggle bus for so long now, and you just, like, wonder, am I am I ever going to reach a period in my life where, like, I'm just fine again? Or, like, I don't feel this way all the time? Or I don't feel this way and then feel better and then feel this way again? Like, it's exhausting. So that was something that I wrote in my notes, like, a month ago when I was feeling really horrible something I wrote in my notes yesterday when I'm starting to feel a little bit better that I wanted to say on this episode is that I'm trying to think of all of this stuff less as like starting and stopping points. I think I really get in my head about like wanting to feel normal and wanting to get back on track and wanting to get like back into my routine and if something happens like this it it makes it feel like everything's come to a halt when life maybe is just more of a flow. Like, 
it isn't just up 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 and then things like stop you along the way it's just it's waves and things change and they stop and they go again and I sometimes get so caught up in feeling normal and feeling routine or wanting to feel those things when like the only thing that is routine about life is that it's always changing so will I ever get to that point where I just am good I I don't know if that's like a thing when you're an adult if life just is a lot and so there are big emotions that come with that. I have to think though or have to hope that it it does get better or will get better because obviously life is hard and obviously life will throw you things along the way but to experience things in the capacity that I am recently it just feels like more than what should be happening and it feels like more than I can handle sometimes so you can only hope that things will get better and I do. The other thing I really wanted to emphasize is all of the things that you struggle with don't define you and I know that's really hard to remember when you're going through stuff like you really start to feel like these moods and these issues and the thoughts are who you are now and on the podcast I was listening to earlier with Whitney Simmons she was saying how at her lowest points she felt really embarrassed with her fiance because this isn't who she is this isn't who he signed up to marry and I know it can be so hard to pick up the pieces of who you are and put them back together sometimes but you are not your struggle and you can overcome anything I'm certainly not on the other side which was kind of why I wanted to do this episode when I maybe wasn't feeling so good because it is more meaningful to me for me to come on here and speak about these things as I'm currently going through them, I think it can be a lot easier to talk about the things you're struggling with once it's over, um, but it's certainly not over for me. And while I do feel a lot better right now than I did like a week ago, um, I'm, I'm still into the thick of it, um, very much so. So I, I just wanted to come on here and explain how I'm feeling and the things that I'm going through in real time instead of waiting hoping someday it's you know all over with and then I can finally share all the things that I once went through like no this this is me and this is my life and this is what I'm currently going through I don't have any questions that I was going to answer today I did put a little box on my Instagram and asked you guys just kind of to share what's on your mind because like I said I feel like a lot of people have just been feeling similarly lately um so I did just want to share a couple things that people shared on Instagram um I might relate to it, might have something to say about it. So first one is something that I certainly relate to, and that is being an introverted homebody, but also feeling really isolated. And I'm going to assume this is kind of due to the pandemic, maybe. I don't know. This person didn't say, um, but that is definitely something that I have been feeling. I am introverted. I am a homebody. I don't like to go out really I don't have like a huge group of friends. I very much enjoy my alone time, but there's been a weird like looming feeling of being isolated and there's a difference between like being alone and feeling alone and I personally have also been feeling very alone lately. So I'm sorry that you are feeling this way because I definitely know how that feels Um, And the only little piece of, like, advice I can give 
which is something that helps me feel more connected, is staying like very active with my friends through my phone. So if you're not able to see your friends, I would suggest getting that group message popping off. Or if you just have one really great friend, talk to them more often, like through text. I personally don't always love a FaceTime. Like that's some stuff that needs to be like scheduled into my agenda weeks in advance so that I can mentally prepare for that. Um, but if that's something that you're into, do some more FaceTimes with people. But I have found it nice to sort of communicate with my friends via the phone, still getting that sort of connection without having to like go out into the world. The next one that someone submitted was people preach about ending mental health stigmas and to be understanding, but when a friend is actually going through something, they're seen as flaky or attention seeking. I feel that heavy. I really worry about being a flake a lot. Something else that's super really fun that I deal with is social anxiety. Probably part of the reason why I am an introvert because I, I struggle with a lot of anxiety in social settings. Um, I have for a very long time, so I don't always want to do the things that other people can do or I like sometimes genuinely do not have the mental capacity to go out and do the things that other people are doing and I worry a lot that I'm like a flaky friend or that friend that never you know goes out and does the things but like to this point why are we preaching about mental health and trying to be more understanding of people and then not being understanding of people that's probably another reason why a lot of people don't express how they're feeling because it's then taken as attention-seeking sometimes. Or when people don't understand mental health and mental illnesses, they are quick to judge. You often hear the, oh, like, what do you have to be worried about? What do you have to be sad about? And that's just, like, the most cliche version of, like, n just fully not understanding. Like, you just don't get it if you're saying something like that. I think we could all practice being a little bit more understanding and a little bit more open to hearing people's struggles and being a little less judgmental about them because you genuinely have no idea what someone else is going through and even if you do know what they're going through sometimes you're never going to be able to fully understand it so let's all be a little bit nicer to each other a little bit more understanding it's important to open up these conversations because without the conversations that bad stuff just continues to happen and on that note Let's all practice getting more in tune with our emotions and with our needs, all right? Let's be emotionally intelligent people. Go to therapy, work through your problems, talk it out. It's not weak. It's not weird. Like, we all have emotional needs and the weird stigma around going to therapy, I just don't understand. You go to the gym to work on your physical health. We all have physical health. Well, guess what? We all have mental health as well. So you need to address it in some manner. And I can with confidence say that everyone can benefit from speaking to someone about their mental health. And I know therapy is not accessible to everyone, which is really disappointing and really sad that so many people continue to struggle just because they don't have the means to access a resource that's going to help them. But even just like speaking to your friend, speaking to a family member, someone that you trust... I think the world would be a much better place if we all like addressed the things going on inside of our heads. That kind of leads into the next thing that someone submitted. Um, it says a close friend confided into this person about their depression and this person is the only one who knows about the really dark stuff that their friend is going through and so they're left feeling responsible for their friend and it's causing them a lot of anxiety and worry. 
I think it's really hard not to take on all that weight when it's someone that you love and you care about and you just need to be there for them in whatever ways you are able to and maybe even asking them what they need from you and checking in with them often. But the better you are taking care of yourself, the better you can be there for someone else. And I think it's an, it's important to remember that you can and should still set boundaries while being there for someone else. Like you don't have to let all of that stuff fly out the window just because someone needs you. You're going to be the best support system if if you are doing well. So make sure you're setting those boundaries and keeping yourself feeling well also. The last thing I wanted to share that someone submitted that they've been struggling with is basing my self-worth on how someone else treats me. That one hurts my heart a little bit. You are never, ever, ever a reflection of how someone else treats you. That has every single thing to do with that person and nothing to do with you because you are always worthy. You are always deserving of being treated well. And if someone is making you feel horrible, they need to GTFO out of your life. I hope that you have people in your life that make you realize how amazing you are and how deserving you are. And if you don't, then I hope I can be that person for you because I genuinely mean it when I say that each and every one of you deserve the world and no one should ever make you feel like you deserve to be treated poorly. Like, I just have no space for manipulative, malicious people and I know it's not easy to just like cut someone out of your life or to just ignore the hurtful things that someone says to you, especially when it's someone that you care about. But I promise you that there are people out there that will not make you feel horrible. And I hope you have people in your life that realize how awesome you are and treat you that way. I think something else that's important with that is not to beat yourself up for feeling that way. Again, that is not your fault that you are feeling bad about yourself because someone else is treating you poorly. And I think a lot of the times we feel guilt in situations like that. And then it just makes us feel worse and it's like this endless hole of like, they're making me feel bad so I feel bad about myself because I'm letting them make me feel bad. And you just gotta stop. Like, you are allowed to be upset by things and you're allowed to feel your feels and you don't have to feel guilty for it. But like I said, I hope you know that you are an incredible, unique human being and you deserve the world and I mean that wholeheartedly. Well, my friends, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I like low-key feel like this was a therapy session with this podcast i do want to keep it like helpful and inspiring and entertaining and i feel like this was kind of just a bit of a dump <laughs> like i don't know if this and and is gonna end up helping someone in any way but like i said before i want to get a conversation going and i want to be able to talk about these things in real time when it's hard Because talking about hard things and going through hard things makes you stronger. What's my girl Kelly Clarkson say? Say it with me. What doesn't kill you makes you... I don't know that I can hit that note. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Kelly Clarkson. Thank you for listening to this podcast in general. If you're a regular listener now, I think this is episode number five. It's cool for me to think right now that you guys listening are going to be like the OG listeners. Like I'm just at the very beginning of this and I have so much planned for this and I'm really looking forward 
to more conversations, more engaging with you guys. I have some exciting things in the works for this. So as always, thank you a million times for tuning in. It means the world to me. I don't know how many times I can say that. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Hug, hug, hug. Love you lots. And I will talk to you next time. See ya.